Hi, welcome to the Life of Love Ministries podcast. This is Rhonda Johnson, and I have my husband David here with me today. And we just want to say happy Purim. If you know what Purim is, congratulations. You are one of a few Christians who do. Purim is the celebration that the Jews are celebrating today, March 16th and 17th. And according to my Jewish friends, they will continue to celebrate through the weekend. Um, it's the largest celebration in the Jewish year. It's New Year's, Christmas, Halloween, Mardi Gras. It's everything combined to them. It is their right to defend themselves against the Persian government, the Persian Empire, in the 400, 400 years before Jesus was born. And anytime Israel is attacked, we will hear the prime minister or some representative of Israel say, Israel reserves the right to protect themselves. This goes all the way back to Purim. This is something that has been with them for centuries and centuries. Yeah, yeah as Americans, it's so difficult, I think, for us to understand this because it's, it's a given that we have the right to exist. Mm -hmm. And yet Israel constantly and consistently has to fight for just their right mm -hmm. to exist. That is such a different mindset for them to live with than, than we as Americans live with. Mm -hmm. um, I think that it's really important for us to remember that as Christians, we are Judeo in our roots. Judeo meaning Jewish. We are Jewish Christians. Jesus, our Savior, was a Jew. God chose them to bring the salvation to the world and um, that is the reason that uh, there's a spirit in the world that wants to do away with the Jewish nation and do away with them because um, Jesus is the savior of the world and Jewish and in the western world especially in the United States our Christian um, way of practicing our faith is heavily influenced by Roman Catholicism mm -hmm. And um, we have many more practices and traditions that are Roman Catholic than we do our Jewish history, our mm -hmm. Jewish roots. And we miss out because of that. And Jesus would not have participated in any of the Roman Catholic stuff that we do. Um, you know, we've invented things and um, Jesus carried on with what was Jewish. And um, I don't know why we are ignorant of it. I mean, we're Americans. And so are the Hispanics, so that we know what Cinco de Mayo is. We know when it is, the 5th of May. Yes. We also know about St. Patrick's Day. That's the Irish Americans. We know about a lot of other things that other Americans are doing. But to the Jews, we as a church find ourselves suspiciously ignorant and ambivalent to what's going on with God's people. And that is because there's a spiritual conspiracy from the depths of hell that doesn't want us to know and wants us to stay detached from our Christian heritage and roots. I agree. I agree, agree completely. So it's important for us to know the festivals. Um, the, our Bible was written to the Jews. And um, in, in the word where we see Jesus coming up to approach the man at the pool of Bethesda, the word says, and he came up from the festival and entered um, the, I forgot what the area is called, but where the man of uh, was had been lying for 38 years. And when a Jew reads that and, and 
looks at the timeline and says, okay, that was about two weeks before Passover. Oh, yeah, he was definitely coming up from the Feast of Purim. Mm -hmm. And um, we look at it and say he was coming up from a festival. Boy, that was another festival. Those Jews are always having festivals. And um, we don't have any idea what that is, but it's obvious to a Jew that he was coming up from the Feast of Purim. And so the Feast of Purim is just the most wonderful um, complex and um, intricate story. And I use the word story um, because we, we tell the story, but it is important for us to remember that it's a historical event that is in the chronicles and in the, the um, history of the Jewish people. And it's also in, in Persian history. Um, but it's just so important for us to remember that that these are not just bedtime stories. This isn't um, just something for us to tell for entertainment. This actually happened, and it's for us to learn who our God is because what he did for his people back then, he'll do for you now. He will work out complex, intricate details in your life. Nothing is too difficult for him to do, and we can't get ourselves into enough trouble where our God can't deliver us and bring us out. And this story of Esther and of the Jews who were in captivity in Persia, well, under the Persian Empire, um, is just a, a too much of a story for us to share today. Yeah. So I encourage you to get your Bible out and read the book of Esther. It's eight chapters, and it's really fast, a fascinating, great story. Yeah. Um, but... Basically, if I could try to summarize, um, the Israelites were in uh, captivity to the Persians. And uh, there was a plot against them by an evil man named Haman. Can you tell us about the spirit of Haman and the World War II? Well, you know, what what Haman wanted to do, he wanted to annihilate the Jewish people. He wanted to kill them because he hated them because um, he was uh, an Amalekite that had a history of hating the Jews. Right. And... um, and this spirit, you know, even though Haman's dead and gone, we're going to find out he hung on the gallows that he made for Mordecai to hang, uh-huh. hang on. But um, the spirit lives on. Uh, the spirit that motivated and drove him to annihilate the Jews showed up again in a man named Adolf Hitler, Himmler, mm-hmm. and all these evil Mengele, yes. all these these uh, these evil Nazis. Mm-hmm. And one of the, I, I forgot which one it was, but one of the Nazi war criminals at the trials at The Hague in the Netherlands, um, while he was, just before he was going to be hung for his crimes against humanity um, and the Jews, he stood there and he cried out and he said, I am the spirit of Haman. Wow. So this is that demon that was driving this whole movement, basically identifying itself as to who it was, almost like Jesus said, who are you? We are legion for we are many. So, you know, this spirit is still in the world today. Yes, it is true. still trying to oppress the Jews. Yeah. Um, you know, and I could I could go on about that, but it shows up everywhere the right. uh, the animosity toward the Jews. Exactly, it's still very prevalent. And people, I believe, people have a distaste about the Jews, and they don't even know why. They don't, know they why. don't understand that it's evil and that's yeah. something that they need to crucify, not just say, "Well, I just don't like them." I'm, you right. know, my parents, you know, had 
terrible sayings about them and right. you know we just didn't like them there's a reason they don't like them there's a spiritual reason they don't exactly like them, yes. exactly but this um story is just so precious about a jewish girl who the lord made beautiful mm -hmm. and um she was made beautiful for the reason of saving her nation and that she was queen esther her uncle mordecai was a godly jewish man the leader of the jewish nation and the Lord just allowed things to happen so that Mordecai would be uh, appreciated by the king. Mm. And it was his heart to just do what was right. Uh, Mordecai overheard a plot against uh, Xerxes, the, the emperor, and uh, revealed that plot to save the king, even though that king was oppressing his people. And he just did what was right. And God honored him. And at the time when Haman had built gallows to kill Mordecai, <laughs> um, Haman ended up being killed on those very gallows. And there was a time in my life when someone was plotting against David and I. Someone was working very hard to um, actually to get us fired. We were working in a church and um, they, they were threatened by mine and David's uh, skill set. And I prayed and prayed and I prayed for this man because I didn't want to hate him. <laughs> That's the honest truth, as embarrassing as it is. But um, this man was so ugly towards us and worked so hard to um, just exploit any weakness we had. It just some of the things he did were ridiculous. But he wanted us to lose our job because we threatened him. We weren't meaning to threaten him. We didn't want his job. We didn't want to make him look bad but um i prayed and prayed for this man and as i would pray the lord would i would feel the spirit of the lord just tell me just be still say nothing serve the lord and he will take care of himself and when when the lord vindicated us which was this man getting in a lot of trouble for things he was doing um, it broke my heart for him. I had prayed for him so much that I, the Lord had given me his love for this man. And it was as if he had built gallows for us and was hung on them himself. And when he did get in trouble, it broke my heart because I had prayed for him so much that I then I loved him. And God can turn the tables around in our stories and in our situations, just as he did for Mordecai and Esther and the Jewish nation. And I just can't encourage you enough to read this story, especially over this next few days, because God wants to do for us exactly what he did for Israel. And there's nothing that he can't do. There's nothing that he can't bring us out of or that he can't turn around for us if we'll submit ourselves to the Lord and um, have a pure heart about how we deal with people. And like Mordecai, if we will just do the right thing. <clears throat> Yeah, and there's an edict against your soul, too. Okay, so this isn't just about the Jews. Uh, there's something personal against you, against your life, against everything, your joy, your happiness. That's good. And when we are saved by the blood of Christ, if we come under his umbrella, under his protection by the Holy Spirit, that's reason for us to, to have a party, to celebrate. So when I see the Jews dancing, I think about the fact that I've been saved from my own sin, from the penalty of death that was that was decreed against me. So I absolutely identify with the Jews dancing 
and they're 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 happy and they're partying for the next two days. And and so as a Christian, that's how I see Purim. And we have every right and every purpose and reason to dance to to you know have a party too. Exactly. Well, and I one thing about the story of Esther that um, always stands out to me is how God wasn't reacting to things that happened. God was working in advance of the plots mm -hmm. that the enemy was trying to use. There's a part in the story where Mordecai hears the um, the plotting and scheming of um, assassins who are going to take out Xerxes, and so he reveals that plot. And that, you know, God worked in advance of that. That ended up being what really turned the tables and saved Mordecai's life. Another thing is that God didn't wait until Esther was needed and suddenly she had to hurry up and go through beauty regimes and, and you know, spend all, the other women in the, in the beauty contest. They all went through one year of preparation. God had already made Esther beautiful. She didn't even go through the... Um, all of the things that the other women went yeah. through. She didn't need a hairdo and makeup. <laughs> she was done. That's right. And so God is working. If we submit our lives to him, he is working on our behalf. We are his people. Just as these Jewish people were his, we're his. If we have the Lord Jesus Christ in our hearts, then we're his. And he is working in advance to put us in the right place, to put things in order to take care of us. And so we don't have to panic if something arises against us. We can rest assured that God has everything in place to take good care of us because we belong to him just as he did his people so many years ago. Um, I just want to invite you to join Israel and um, be, be glad, be thankful, and Allow yourself to just be happy, to be redeemed, and to be free from the enemy's plots against you. And and educate yourself to the things of God. That, that, and that would include some of these festivals and these observances. There's more. Because I don't want to be sitting around unimpressed and, and in ignorance of something that Christ himself celebrated when he was here. So educate yourself. Make it your job. To, to look up these things and um, you don't have to do them all but they're, they're about there's probably about six or seven major ones and it's a shame that we know more about uh, Valentine's Day and, and uh, St. Patrick's Day than we do Purim that's embarrassing so you know teach yourself educate yourself research and find out you're a Christian you should know these things that's good thank you so much for listening to life of love ministries podcast today thank you hun for joining me and happy purim i hope that you'll read the book of esther and have a wonderful purim season god bless you Bye.